Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stacey B. and KP, and we are here to review Season 3 of Queen Sugar. Uh, we weren't here for the first four episodes, Life Happens, but we're here to give a general overview of how we feel so far about the season and also talk specifically about uh, Episode 5 uh, that just aired. So tune in and enjoy. So let's start with uh, just the overall season so far. Um, a lot has happened, even just in five episodes. Well, I think that it, it's all, episode five just threw me all the way off. So, um, But so far, it just seems like everybody is so unsettled, and they all make me quite nervous. I feel like, I feel like maybe the next episode is the, is, is maybe an explosion, but I just feel nervous for all of them. I just feel like there's so much going on. I feel like, you know, Charlie just keeps getting knocked back down. Rock can't quite figure out what he's doing and what he's not doing. And Nova is her usual all-over-the-place self. And it's just a lot going on. That's just the best way I can describe it. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I, I look at this season, obviously, so far as pretty much what Ava DuVernay said. It's, she pretty much is getting rid of the old grief and giving us some new grief, like every time is a, a shift, uh, which a lot of us, a lot of the fans, I mean, hell, people have been online all day. I love it. I love it, though. Five. No, I love it, too. But, but yeah, but all day we've been talking about episode five, so obviously right. she knows what she's doing, it. but I think it's because people just weren't prepared for the shift that they brought us but i'm here for the for the ride though so let, let's get into episode five um yep. a little lower than angels which definitely fit pretty much all the characters lower than angels yes <laughs> right so we'll start with blue and his emotional dealings <sighs> with uh his his parents it was so heartbreaking um <clears throat> one one thing that uh ralph angel said that i felt um was heartbreaking was, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't give you your forever, pretty much. Uh, so what are your thoughts with that situation? Uh, Blue broke my heart, as usual. I was kind of upset with Ralph Angel and Darla for not telling him, though, because some time has passed. Darla has gone and, and has come back. Somebody should have had a conversation with Blue way before now to let them know, let him know they weren't gonna. They weren't gonna get married. I, he was just. He had prayed that Darla would come back. You know, we saw that with the bonfire um, episode. I call it the bonfire episode where he said, oh, "I prayed," and you know, my mom came back. And he's thinking, well, as soon as she gets back, everything's gonna be like it was. They didn't prepare him for that. I think that scene did show how good of a father Ralph Angel is to Blue, and how. He wanted that forever too, because he was crying too. Well, Ralph Angel always cries, but he was crying too. You know, after he told Blue, you know, <laughs> I broke you know I broke it forever, and I think that was such an interesting way to put it. Like I have a little five year old kid, and that is probably one of the best ways to describe it, to describe what happened. And I think all three of them really wanted the same thing that Blue wanted. I just felt sorry for him. I felt like they kind of set him up for it because they they could have prepared him, um, you know, for 
them not being together. I don't know what they were waiting for. That was my only. I was kind of like, why didn't you guys tell him? But other than that, it was just a heartbreaking scene as usual. And I just want them to do the best for Blue because that's all they can really do now. All they can really do is co-parent. Maybe they'll drift back together. Maybe they won't. But, yeah, that scene had me. I, I was just done. Right. And the the sad or the irony is, you know, it's not Blue's fault, not even Ralph Angel's fault, but Blue was pretty much born into what was pretty much destined to fall apart because he yeah. was not even Ralph Angel's, <laughs> you know what I right. mean? So, you know, it, <laughs> right. just, it just shows you that life is uh, what I think Ava's showing us. It's just unexpected, you, you know, but you have to still, as you're saying, do the best for your situation. And I definitely yeah. agree. Hopefully they co-parent well. I'm not sure if they could be a full-out couple again. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I, don't. Um, but I hope that they definitely do what's best. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with Micah, the other youngin on the show, right. <laughs> and his new crew, yeah. um, there's a lot with them. Um, it's kind of interesting how they were in Charlie's home, and obviously she had some words about that. I mean, they they were fairly respectful, but it was still kind of mm. a little much. There were a lot. There um, were a lot. But, uh, you know, the interesting discussions on food and uh, <laughs> almonds almond and all that kind of stuff, uh, which is interesting because a lot of people think that healthy eating helps the environment. I kind of got from that uh, scene that, Maybe it's not always so helpful. Who knows? You know, there's a big debate with that. Who knows? Um, But, yeah, there's just a lot of layers there. But, of course, Mike is also dealing with what we'll later talk about, uh, what his father revealed to him in episode four about having a 13-year-old child. Oh, Lord. Anyway, we'll get get to that. (laughs) But, um, you know, so I think Mike is just dealing with a lot. But, you know, he, too, is in a shift. He's in a new a new school, public school. He's got new friends. Kiki is kind of not around as much. So what are your thoughts on him? Um, yeah, we know Mike is still dealing with everything that's happened to him in, in this past year. Um, the friends, I, so the friends, I kind of have pros and cons for these friends. I like that they are smart, that they know what they're talking about. They know their history, and they are... <sighs> They are dedicated to the cause, but they're also agitators, and they also look for trouble, and they also make trouble where they go. And Micah is so fragile right now. He wants their friendship. He wants them to be his tribe, and he will do anything that it takes to fit in, and that's a really dangerous place to be in in your life, period, when you're just doing whatever you have to do to fit in. I think what's really telling is that Kiki is never around. She is so over these people. I don't know what the backstory is between Kiki and I'm thinking this the girl Asha, I think that's her name. I think there's something that happened with them. But Kiki's never around, and Charlie's kind of on to that, too, because she's always asking, her, where's Kiki? So, and Kiki has sense. So... I feel like maybe Micah is just so blinded by their activism and blinded by the fact that he wants to be accepted by them that he will get himself into something that is going to be difficult for him to get out of. 
And, you know, God bless Charlie's soul because I'm a mom, and if I came home and my kids' friends were all up in my cabinets, I would not have been as calm as Charlie. I'm just going to say that. I mean, they're, they're, they were decent, <laughs> but I was like, no, right. you can't just be all up in refrigerators. Like, you need permission. So, yeah, that's just an aside. But I want Micah to find his find his voice. I think he thought public school was going to be an easy fix, and I don't think that it is. It brings a whole new set of problems, and I think it's going to cause him problems later. Right, yeah, because, um, you know, it was interesting seeing when they went to the plantation, which was odd to see people acting out being slaves. <laughs> you know, that's right. Never- it's reenactment. Always odd. Yeah, the reenactment situation. And we mm-hmm. both went to Hampton University, you know, down south. So we definitely know the culture of plantation life and what that is and going to Jamestown and all that stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> I think I even had a professor have us pick cotton, you know. Oh, did you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, you know. Okay. But, I but he, but he I didn't, <laughs> oh no! But he didn't do it because, you know, in the same sense of what we saw on the show, like trying to reenact whatever. He just more wanted us to experience what our ancestors experienced. But okay. you know, that was more his intention, you know, just okay. to show how difficult it was. But you know, that was an interesting scene where one of the Micah's crew was sitting on the on the on the seat and wouldn't move, and you know, that really could have gone to another another level, right? But he luckily knew when to back off. So that was good to see. But I agree that Micah, I think, is just kind of running in circles and um, trying to find himself. And he may slip, and I I agree, Kiki needs to return and help (laughs) him because she's she's the one that really will just tell him like it is, like, this is wrong, this is right, you know, and not be afraid. If he will Yeah, if he would listen. But, you know, because well, we all remember that scene where he wanted to have sex, and she was like, uh, no, boo. Right, <laughs> yeah, not, not yet. That's yet. not what I do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, That's, you why know, I love so she needs That's why I love Kiki. Right. So she needs to apply that same energy here. Like, you know, it's all good to be woke and stuff, but sometimes you need but, to, yeah, you know, take a nap. There's... Take a nap a little bit. Yeah, and I'm scared <laughs> for him because if he gets arrested again, I think that right. reopens the trauma. So yeah, like and, I, and I'm, he, I'm he's still experiencing. Maybe that's what Ava and team are showing us. Like he's really going still, maybe through that process. Like he had the trauma before PTSD. Mm-hmm. Now maybe he's just in that anger mode. You know, I, I don't know. So um, I'm not a psychologist, but right, yeah. you know, he's definitely going through something. But yeah. let, let's move on to the kisses. The yeah. kisses. <laughs> Nova and Remy. <laughs> I know I'm not ready for this discussion. Okay, Nova and Remy. <laughs> we will get to Charlie and Jacob as well, but yes, let, let's start with them. You're a little Nova and Remy. Go ahead. But, but wait, before you do your thoughts, let me. <laughs> I'm no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let, 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 let me just say that Ava tweeted, Ava DuVernay, <laughs> that, you know, life is not just uh, meat. You know, there, there's. You know, we we tend to draw outside the the color lines or whatever something she right, said that's o- the outside title. the border that's the theme song o- that's outside the, theme the, song. the borders you know sometimes yeah. things are yeah, blurred yeah. pretty much saying life is not neat which I absolutely agree having said that um, I do think that even though life is not neat and things can 
uh, come to you that may kind of kick you off your game a little bit, you do have free will. You do have choice. And I think that Nova is missing that. Like, yeah, you may have feelings for Remy, but there's a backstory here. He was your sister's ex. Right. (laughs) You know, it's no different from a married person. Like, if you're married and you're not dead, so obviously you could very well become attracted to someone else while you're married, but you're married, so you make a choice to not do it. To not stray if you believe in your vows. So, Nova is not married to Charlie, but they're married through blood, if you want to say it that way. So in many ways, you would expect a similar uh, decision. Like, I feel you, but I got to walk away from this. So what what are your thoughts? Because I know you're about to roll. Go ahead. (laughs) God. Okay. So it's interesting. While you were talking, something just popped into my head, which was from season one when Charlie kissed. Remy and Micah caught them and then she went to Nova and she says you know I kissed Remy I made a mistake and Nova says no you made a choice and that's Ooh. pretty much what we're dealing with that's what we're dealing with right here you made a choice now we can spin this as the great American love story if we want to I'm not but you can but it's a choice. It's a choice. Like, wait, wait, wait. Backstory, guys. We, we've had a lot of back and forth on this. So I'm, I'm not doing the mental gymnastics. Well I'm not doing the mental gymnastics to make this right. I refuse. I'm not. All right. I'll, 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 let you, I'll, let you, I'll let you continue. Go ahead. <laughs> but, like I said, when you were talking, I thought about I I could clearly see that in my head. No, Charlie, you didn't make a mistake. You made a choice. So Noah was making this choice. To be with the same man that they had this conversation about. To be with the same man that she actually did her little spiritual thing over Charlie so that she would open herself up to Remy. And now here we are. I just don't get it. I just don't get oh, it. No, it. I it, mean, it, it, it's, it's definitely messy because Nova even did some voodoo stuff for, for uh, I said almost died, sorry, for Charlie. That's what uh, I mean. When it came to Remy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Charlie yeah. was like. I want more, but I'm scared. Oh, I got something for you. Then she does a little thing to open Charlie up, to to open her heart up for Remy. And now here we are. I just, I'm glad she's not. Maybe, maybe Nova, maybe Nova did some voodoo for herself. No, I'm just. Uh, no. <laughs> um, There's so many questions no, but, that I have about the attraction because they've known each other forever, and. Why is he not? Why is he only attractive after your sister had him? I just, I don't. Well, I, I guess it's, it's, I, it's, it's, it's an unexpected shift for sure. But um, the thing is, looking at it, <laughs> and I know I'm a lawyer, so I can look at both I am sides. Too, so we're going to argue it out. But go ahead. <laughs> I can look at both sides. On the okay. on Nova and Remy side, if the if the feeling is genuine, right, you know, okay. it, I've heard Inyama Vanzant say like you marry your fathers, so maybe Nova sees her father and Remy because we saw that kind of conversation on the boat, and I really think that they kind of mirror 
Nova's parents. Like Remy right. similar to her right. father. She's like right. her mother. And I think mm-hmm. that there was kind of a foreshadowing there where Nova said, yeah, but my mom didn't probably really want to get married, <laughs> you know, when, right. when Remy mentioned she lived the, life know, that the she marriage piece. Lived. Yeah. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. it maybe in a weird way that's about to happen to Nova, mm-hmm. but maybe she's going to finally do what her mother didn't have the courage to do. So maybe that's what the writers want to show through this relationship, a woman pretty much ultimately deciding to live for herself. But, you know, they had to use these two characters. I personally think that Charlie eventually won't give a damn. But I think initially, of course, it's going to be a blow. Well, and I think that... Because I I don't even know if Charlie was ready to move on with Remy. He even said that in... One of their scenes, you know, I'm well, grieving Charlie, my wife, you're grieving your divorce. So, you well, know, she Charlie needs to explore right. anyway. She, I mean, if you really think about it, she was in such a significant relationship with Davis. To she jump was. into another significant relationship in real life, it happens, but it, 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 it can happens. be rare. But yeah, it happens, told, but... I, I feel like for Charlie, because she's only been with one person in her entire life, I think that when she announced at the festival, when she kissed Remy in front of everybody, I think that was huge for somebody like Charlie. It was and huge I, for her, but she needs to explore. She needs to explore. She, well, she may need to, but she thought she had her next thing. You know, just but now by that we're the talking about she, Charlie, let, let's talk about what happened with her. We saw what yeah. happened with Davis. Uh, we see well, Davis, oh, he, oh. Came, he came with a bombshell. Uh, 13-year-old child that he's had in their city, as she said. So her famous quote from the episode was, when do you hit bottom? Which I, I thought hope, was just I so... I hope this is it, because are right. there more <laughs> so, kids? Which, 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 which I thought was quite profound, because um, it's true. Uh, and what's funny is, and I'm not trying to generalize sports people or what have you, or entertainment people, but to be frank, okay. it's kind of... <clears throat> that, that, that's kind of the culture sometimes you run into, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in terms of possibly having a, a husband that's had multiple affairs on you because, quite frankly, they have the access. But for her, I think that this was, I'm sorry, I think for her, a lot of the the emotion here was, one, she's probably over him because they are in divorce mode. Um, but I think that she's also, she still has that history with him. So that was devastating. But I think what ultimately got her in that scene was the fact that her son knew before yeah. her. And that to me, cause it, cause I actually thought she was going to be more devastated when he told her. Oh no, she was like, child. Yeah. but I think she, yeah, I think that was great acting. Cool. I think that yeah. was, I think that was great acting and great writing because it showed that, you know, she's kind of over it. She's hurt, right. but she's kind of over it. But the moment you put a woman's child in into something, that's when it's next level. And I love that they made that choice in that scene, that that's what broke her down. Yeah, we saw, and I just have to give props to Domi and Garner, period. We saw so many emotions in such a small amount of time because it was like Charlie... 13 years ago, I have a fair. She's like, deep breath. Okay, Davis, I know you ain't shit. This ain't really a surprise. Oh, but you have a child? Okay, this is the next degree. 
And really, she went back to manager mode. She was like, when the press finds out about this girl, this is... And then he... Well, okay, can I just say how he... Did he really think he was going to show her a picture of this child and make it okay? Because he is out of his mind. I was like, no, sir. I don't want to see your child. Not at all. But she was okay then. But what took her all the way over the edge was that Micah had dealt with it, was dealing with it without her, alone. It was a bad decision on Davis's part, and he still didn't see why it was such a problem. All he kept saying was, well, I tried to call. And I was like, Davis, I just, I'm so over you. I'm 100% over you. I think her, a lot of, but a lot of her heartbreak was she really just thought Davis was unfaithful towards the end. But when you talk about having a 13-year-old child, which means you probably were having an affair a good year before that, you were re- never really faithful. Probably and I in think college that's what well. got her. Probably never probably faithful. Probably in college Plus, well. I think his whole image was the gentleman. So, of course, she's thinking he might be more on the up and up than your average dude. How he managed to keep a whole child in L.A. for 13 years without her finding out? Because she seems like she will hire P.I. in a minute, do whatever she has to do, is beyond me. Maybe Davis is smarter than we gave him credit for. You know, right. And, and that was, I, that I was, was another example. Of, of good writing, because um, we saw that in episode four where Micah was looking at an old tape of Davis looking like he was the perfect guy, but we yeah, all know that yeah. that, again, is what? typical of um, that. It, I, I mean, I don't, again, don't want to generalize, but it's but, kind of typical of that industry where there is an image, but then there's a reality. And so mm-hmm. I, I love that the writers are showing us that as well. Right. You, know, you can't always life. take what these people say. Um there was that part that you mentioned where um, Davis mentioned or wanted to show a picture of his child, which was just crazy. Right. <laughs> but what I not, liked not about today, that Davis, moment, no. <laughs> right. But what I what I liked about that moment was in terms of the writing and the acting, because even with a uh, what's his name, Timon, a uh, Timon, 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 okay, Timon. Um, what I liked about his choice there was he had a, he he started to light up. This girl for 13 years has pretty much been the apple of his eye, so we got yeah. to see a little bit of a backstory that maybe later we'll see. So let, let's move to Charlie and Jacob. Uh, we saw a scene where, which was heart wrenching, oh um, where Charlie <laughs> where Charlie had to. Well, well, she she heard the news was devastated on the just gut wrenching. Uh, news and she calls everyone and I, I, and I I want to speak just briefly on the order of who she called. She yeah. I thought it was quite interesting that, that she was called. telling. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I thought it was quite interesting that she called. Well, of course she called Micah first. That's her son. Right. Um, yeah. But outside of that, she called Ralph Angel first, mm-hmm. which was interesting. So that tells you that they're closer. Right. Um, then I believe she called on Vi. She did. And then she called Nova, which Nova. was interesting. So, you know, but, they aren't she even was talking. third on the list. I, yeah, because I don't think they're talking from the whole blow-up about the middle. Right, you're right. Oh, good point, good point. Yeah. And so, and then we have Jacob texting, who I call <laughs> kind of a fake superhero moment. Good timing. 
oh, he's about to become a savior because she's pretty much in pain and vulnerable, so anything he has to say is just going to lift her up. (laughs) So we proceed to that. Go ahead. What are your thoughts on that, Charlie and Jacob? No, that that whole the scene with her desperately calling, like you could, like her hands are shaking, desperately calling, needing to talk to someone. I was just like, I have, oh my god! I think what really got me was that you know Charlie is the strong one, and I think I, I have to say I think I'm the strong one in my circle, in my family, whatever. And people don't check on you when you're the strong one. But I think what people don't understand is it's hard for the strong person to reach out, period. So the fact that she was like, I'm at my end, I cannot, I need to call somebody, I need help, well, it took a lot for her to do that. And for no one to answer, but more importantly, no one to call her back, I don't know how I would move forward after that because literally no one was there for her, including her son. I still have some feelings about that because he knew what was going down. Yeah, and with her son. he was, yeah, he was totally unavailable, totally not wanting to deal with it. And I'm sure that crushed her. But as she was calling him because she needed him, I think she also needed to know that he was okay because that was her main concern. It's like you had Micah holding on to this by himself, dealing with this by himself, she needed to know that he was okay. And he couldn't even give her that. So I was just like, oh, okay. So, yeah, we ended up with <laughs> the wrong person, Jacob. I I mean, I, I felt, I know exactly why she went. On any other day, I would have been so mad. But with the way that this all played out, I was just, you know, like, hey, I guess you can't be alone in that house and you don't have anyone to talk to, then here's the devil. Just go and do what you got to do. I, I was just like, I, I just, I was dumbfounded. I was like, I, I feel you, Charlie. I totally feel you. And, and watching those scenes with her and Jacob, I was just torn. Like a part of me was mad for a lot of reasons, mad that she was that close to him, mad that, oh, she might say something that might blow her plan up, or mad that Jacob really thinks he's getting in with her, mad that no one else called her, and here she is in this bar, which she basically stayed there all day, all night. And then the other part of me was just sad. Like, she just is at her end. So I was totally conflicted. And when she was dancing with him, and then one tear fell, and then the rest of this, she started crying. I was like, yeah, I'm done. I just can't do it. And then we get to the kiss, and I still was like, I'm not 100% mad. And now that I think more about it, I think Charlie had planned to kiss him at some point in time just to keep him interested and keep him a part of her entire plan. I just think that she was half drunk and probably wasn't 100% on her game, and it just happened sooner than she thought. But I think the timing of it might actually turn out to be in her favor. So, hey. Right. <laughs> Life happens. I, I I got the sense that Charlie was just in a variety of moods, like you just said. Heartbroken, yeah. but still, like you say, she's always in manager mode um, and always in strategic mode. Um, 
But, you know, she's also emotional. So I think it's also a lesson just in life. You know, you, you kind of, even when life happens to you, you, you have to really remain on your A-game because I heard one reviewer mention a Bible verse that I even tweeted. You know, when you're trying to do right or just live your life, evil is usually close behind you or right. close right next to you. And so, you know, Charlie's here trying to heal and also do right by her family, but the devil is still in front of you and you're falling for it. So, you know, but I, 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 I believe that she will definitely remain on her A game. She's just too smart for that. But she was as still we on know, her life she is was drunk, which I was like, that's impressive. <laughs> right. So, so life is, <laughs> Life is, as we know, though, going to continue to happen to Charlie. Things that we see that she doesn't with her her own sister, et cetera. So we'll see what that fallout will be. But let's uh, move on to another segment. What, who who do you think, and just, you know, just give me one, who do you think is the lowest angel of this episode? Because the the name of the episode was... A little lower than angels. So who was the lowest? It has to be Nova. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I just I understand attraction. I understand temptation. I understand her backstory, and so does Remy because he's smooth with those lines. But I have to say Nova because. You know, sometimes you have a couple and they kiss and it's kind of like a mutual thing where you really can't decipher who initiated that. Like, kind of like Charlie and Jacob, it was mutual. It wasn't like one person was, you know, they looked at each other and I can't tell who initiated. You know what I mean? But with Nova, she initiated that whole thing. And even Remy was caught off guard. So, again, she made that choice to make that move, and now this is put into motion something that they are going to deal with. They are not going to want to stop. That could cause all types of stuff, and it it was a choice. And she didn't think about her sister. Even while they were out there fishing, you know, uh, Remy mentioned Micah. No one mentioned Charlie. There's one telling she doesn't exist. All good. Nova has got to win this award. So, yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, I, Nova definitely in that situation. I, I think I tweeted similar, what you're saying, um, that, you know, kind of a cold piece situation there because she Randy. really didn't even struggle. She didn't even struggle with that kiss. Right. She just she Did smiled it. after it. So, you know, but it's like, are you that free that you don't yes, give a damn about is. your family? But, um, but I'll have to give the lowest angel to Davis because he just has a <laughs> well, history. he's trash. I don't even, he's not even but, an I mean, angel he, category. He, 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 has, he has a history of just being low. Like, to right. me, cheating is one thing. And like I said, in some ways, sometimes, kind of expected in that culture. Sorry. Um, but to hide a child for 13 years, mm-hmm. your, your character is on some other thing. Right. <laughs> like you're, you're and pretty. she would have always been hidden if her mother hadn't passed away. Exactly. You would have always hidden. And, and, and I'll be frank. I've heard of men in sports or out of sports 
hiding families and wives find out yeah. when they're ninety. Come out at the funeral. <laughs> like, yeah, at the yeah, funeral. like like yeah, at the, at the funeral, you're ninety years old and your husband had a whole family. <laughs> right. In down 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 the street, you know. That's so, what it would have been like. That is exactly um, what it would have been like. Right. So, you know, it, it's a sad situation, but he's the lowest angel for me. But let's move on to our last segment, Seen It. Uh, we saw the, the trailer for yeah. episode six. Um, based on the trailer, just give me your top two predictions for the next episode. So um, so I mentioned the kiss, the Charlie and Jacob kiss, and I talked about how the timing may have been good because – Charlie's going to catch Jacob in this lie. Like, they're doing something on that land. They plan on building something because we know they're broke. So they may be trying to find another avenue for income. And, you know, I don't know whether Charlie really feels for Jacob or if she's really playing him because she's that good of an actress. I don't know exactly if she's feeling anything for him. But I think they had this kiss, and now she's going to find out he's still lying. So if she felt anything, that's going to be gone. And he's going to feel, even if she backs away from him, he's going to feel the need to kind of try to make it up to her. So he's not going to suspect that she's backing off. Right. So I think that's good. Charlie's going to find out what's going on. Um, it seems that maybe Nova and Remy get found out by Aunt Vi. I'm kind of hoping somebody finds out and talks sense into them before something pops off but I don't know maybe this would be the episode where they actually remember that Charlie exists and <laughs> have a conversation about her and um, we've seen what I, I feared is Ralph Angel popping off on Darla because Darla's back and she's not the same Darla that left she's more confident she's like hey you know I think in her head she's thinking you're not even his real dad so I mean really I'm the only real parent here. They're going to have a lot of conflicts. And I'm, Ralph Angel has been doing well with his temper, but I think it's all, it's all about to end, and it's going to get really messy for them. And they're going to have to try to figure out how to do this co-parenting. I think it's going to come to a head next week because Darla's confident, and Rod's not used to a confident Darla. So there's going to be a lot of problems. And I hope Darla doesn't pull out the custody card, but I feel like that's where it's going. Right. I think uh, the next episode, um, I definitely think Charlie's going to be on to whatever uh, plans are coming against her family. Um, I think that'll be a big one. Um, Remy and Nova, I think that they definitely will show some struggle with the Charlie situation, but I think that they're just not going to be able to resist each other. Um, I don't think anyone in the family is going to find out next episode, but I think at on on episode seven, <laughs> I think that I don't want to move to that yet. I don't want to move to that because we're we're not on that yet. Let me stay on topic. Okay, okay. episode six. Focus. I don't think the family Focus. will. I don't think the family <laughs> will find out yet. But I do think that Aunt Vi, based on the clip, when she's asking over, you know, who's making you smile like big. that? You know, she's yeah. definitely gonna have some kind of intuition that okay, something, someone something is in her up. life and. But, yeah. you know, she probably won't know until later. Uh, but that's my prediction. And this was a great show. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Queen Sugar this season is definitely bringing it, in my opinion. Please watch live. Support the show. Support the network so we can keep the show going. 
and what are your final thoughts? Oh, just, I guess, just on the show, just in general. It's just a beautiful show. I mean, everything about it is right. I don't think I've ever really experienced it. Plus, we never talk about the soundtrack. I would just say check out the soundtrack because it's always fire. Every week, and right. the whole, it's it's another character of the show. It kind of tells the rest of the story. So I would say definitely check that out. Definitely. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Subscribe, like, and comment. Thank you.